Welcome to the Free and Fearless podcast, where we talk about having more freedom and income than you know what to do with, creating digital products that people love, and making offers that practically sell themselves, all while serving your purpose and living your best life. In this episode, I'll talk about outlining, writing, editing, and publishing your own self-help book in less than a month. If you want to hear the story of why I'm back to writing and publishing books and more about the self-publishing industry at a glance, you can check out the previous episode. Here you'll find more actionable tips and steps to actually become a published author on Amazon and sell your first book in as little as 30 days. I've published over 10 books in the past and they were all non-fiction and in the self-help niche. That's why the examples I'm going to use now are in that field. In the show notes you'll find a link to the article that goes together with this episode. It's slightly different and is structured as a guide on writing your first book. There you will also find 50 book topics in the self-help niche if you can't think of any ideas. You will also see a list of steps when it comes to formatting your book as well as some helpful resources I've linked to. Let's dive in. So many people want to write and publish a book, but they don't have the confidence to actually do it. They don't believe in their abilities, They don't know where to start, they have doubts and fear failure, they think others will make fun of them and no one will take them seriously as an author. But guess what? You can do it. Even if you're not a writer or an expert in any field, or even if you don't really like reading. Everyone carries at least a few books in their head. We're complex beings. We've been through a lot and are one of a kind. If we decide to share that with the world and present it in a way suitable for the publishing industry, We can even make this our full-time job. It's never been so easy for anyone to self-publish an ebook before. All you need is a laptop and a PayPal account. A lot of effort, time and patience will be needed though, unless you decide to hire someone to write it for you, but then you won't have written a book of your own. First of all, I want you to realize that you are able to do that. You may start from zero, with no experience, no information on how to do it, not knowing what to write about and not being sure whether you will ever finish it, but that's okay. As it is with every other process, you need to breathe deeply and just focus on the first step. Once you take it, you can move on to the next one. Writing a novel is a hard thing. They're long, you need to follow the plot all the time, to make hundreds of notes and remember many little details that will need to be mentioned again later in the book. Also, it's not an easy thing to sell, as people aren't directly looking for it and don't actually need it. But if you're a newbie, just want to try things out, if you have something to share with the world, if you want to see if writing is your thing or want to teach through writing, the right direction for you might be personal development. The self-help industry is huge and people will always have the same issues, those discussed in the best-selling books, so that's an evergreen market. Also, it's the easiest genre to write. You may assume that it's not your thing simply because you haven't tried it or because you've read many step-by-step processes and hacks taught in self-help books but haven't experienced results. There's so much more to self-improvement than that though. Next, you might be wondering how long the book should be. I would say that 10 to 30,000 words is the acceptable range for personal development ebooks these days. That's nothing, really. If you're a blogger, it's like 15 to 20 different posts. You can even write them as separate articles and then combine them into a book. People's attention span is really short. They need to be entertained and they get bored easily. 
That's why you need to keep it short when it comes to theory and defining their problem at the beginning of the book. Then dedicate the next pages to practical advice and exercises, real-life examples and lists of steps they can take. If you can make it to 40,000 words, good for you, but you don't really need to. 20 to 30k is perfectly fine for a writer who wants to cover every important aspect of a topic. Now, let me share the steps that go into the preparation process, which is what you do before you start writing the book. The first step is to pick a topic. You can use the 50 ideas I've included in the guide I linked to in the show notes. If you're not an expert in any of these, it doesn't mean you don't have the experience and knowledge to publish a whole book on the subject. The idea is to identify one or more of the problems people have and try to help them by giving them the needed information a step-by-step plan on how to fix it and what to expect and to encourage and inspire them. Make sure you are passionate about the topic you choose, otherwise it will be pretty boring when doing your research and creating the content. Next, be specific. With so much competition and people who don't really know what they're looking for, you need to be clear what your book is about and choose a small niche, not a whole field. Then think of a headline, you may change it later. But it should be clear and to the point, SEO-friendly, meaning it should include keywords people are looking for already so that you can be sure there is demand for this exact topic. It also has to show people what the book is about and what they can expect from it. It must be written in a way that evokes emotions. You can use power words. After that, write the subheading. Then create the outline of the book. Make a list of its main parts, chapters and their sections. Even write down some main keywords and phrases that will later tell you what to write about in each section. Know exactly who you are writing for. Define the problem, pain or desire this person has and let your book solve it. That's also what you'll focus on when promoting it. The best way is to really try to get inside the head of the potential reader and think like them. Then your call to action, sales page, copy, description of the book, introduction, they will all be written directly for them. You can also make a list of important questions connected to your topic and let different parts of the book answer each. Don't forget to do your research. Read a book or a few and many, many posts before you start writing. You can also listen to podcasts, watch videos or take courses. While learning, take notes. They will later be the foundation for new ideas and inspiration. You can't rely solely on your knowledge and experience. They are what will make the book unique, sure, but you also need to know what experts say, how others see the same thing, and what step-by-step guides are already out there. Don't forget to check forums, comments on blogs, Quora, Reddit, and social media to see what the people you are targeting are complaining about and discussing. Because it's one thing to try to guess what their biggest problem is, and it's another to hear it directly from them. Now let's talk about writing the book. That's the hard part, or at least it's what scares people the most. When it's time to write the content, many aspiring authors lose hope and want to give up. Or if not then, maybe after they've written a few pages or a chapter. But that doesn't need to be the case for you. For me, for instance, it's the most pleasant part. And I know many people who say they hate writing, simply can't do it and find it dreadful, but who haven't actually tried to just start writing without thinking too much. The main problem with people who don't sit down and write the book they claim they want to publish is that they're scared. They're afraid of failure, 
afraid of disappointing themselves and others, afraid of getting bored and leaving an unfinished project behind, and of the consequences after that. Let's try a different perspective. You're doing this mainly for yourself, then for all the people you may touch and hopefully help, then for the chance of making an extra income and growing your brand. So forget about others, forget about failure, it's not really an option. True failure comes only when we give up. As long as you keep writing, you're still headed in the right direction. As for some people's desire to create a bestseller, that's quite a mission, considering the number of books that are being published every single day and the inability to do proper book marketing without any initial capital. But you'll still be a published writer and will help and inspire people no matter how good or bad your book is, as long as it's useful, to the point, the result of hard work and vision, and as long as it's edited and formatted correctly, it will be out there. So my point here is, start writing your own book once you are done with the preparation part, which can take less than 3 days. And here's some basic rules to follow for your writing process. Use shorter paragraphs. Each must present just one main idea. Include quotes, great intros, personal stories, stats, real-life examples, and exercises. Don't think about editing while writing. One of the main things to remember when writing your own book and before publishing it is to just get the content out there and think about editing later. You can set a daily goal. If you don't push yourself a bit, you'll never finish the book. There are so many unpublished books, great ones too probably, that have been waiting for years for their authors to find the momentum and get back to them. Don't become one of them. People need your book. You can change someone's life with it. The best way to have some discipline is to set deadlines and have a daily number of words or pages or a set amount of time that you should spend writing no matter what. Some people know what their most productive part of the day is. My best advice is to include 60 to 90 minutes of writing in it and commit to it every day. Others may want to finish just a section of a chapter each morning or write a thousand words throughout the whole day. Whatever it is, set a go and stick to it. The first three days will be hard, but over time, you'll let go of that resistance and will be able to write for longer periods of time without feeling tired or overwhelmed. Next, always go for a simple choice. Don't use difficult words. You don't really want people to open Google and look up a word while reading, right? Also, go for short sentences over long ones. And always keep your why in mind. You wanted to write that book for a reason, so define your purpose, be it helping others, making money, starting an online business, wanting to be able to call yourself an author or else, and always think of it when you feel upset, lose motivation, or don't know what to do next. This will be a driving force. When writing, speak directly to the reader. Summarize each chapter in the end. That's a great way to remind people of what you were talking about, as some of them may have got distracted, to emphasize on the most important points in the chapter and to share some final thoughts before moving on to the next one. Now, let's talk about editing and proofreading. Once you have your draft ready, it's time to be your own critic, to find your errors and fix them. Also, there will be times when you feel like a part of the text must be there but in fact it's just too much and a few pages might need to be removed, so there are decisions to be made here. Let's define the difference between the two processes first, editing and proofreading. Editing 
which goes together with formatting, includes reviewing and changing your text so that it's correct grammatically, makes sense, is to the point, and that the quality is increased. Proofreading, on the other hand, comes after editing. It's when you're reviewing the final draft of the book and make sure that it sounds, looks and feels good and there are absolutely no errors. It's a good idea to give the copy to an editor as no one can do a better job than them or at least use a great online proofreading tool like Grammarly. But it's not hard to do it yourself either. Over the years, after following many publishing guidelines and trying to answer the requirements for a digital product to be accepted and readable on all devices, I've made a list of the main changes you need to make to your manuscript. It's best to write the content of the book in a Word document for Windows or Pages for Mac and upload the file to a publishing platform like Amazon. With a quick Google search, you can find the formatting guidelines for an ebook and paperback. They're different for Windows and Mac, so make sure you only read what is relevant to you. If you head to the link in the show notes, in the guide, you'll find instructions to follow if you're using Windows or have Microsoft Office on your Mac. There I've listed some guidelines about the style, font size, types of paragraphs, how to find and remove extra spaces, how to format the headings and the front page of the book, and a few other elements not to skip. Once you format it well and the editing is done, you move on to proofreading. Then your job is to read the original document again, or the PDF file, and again and again. That's right, three times, just to be sure. Be really careful the first time, as you'll have to look for all kinds of mistakes. Grammar, punctuation, formatting errors, spelling, and if something is wrong or just can be improved a little, go back to the original document and fix it. Here are some more tips I want to share about these two stages of the process. Read the manuscript out loud. Don't edit while writing. Try to see it from someone else's point of view. Make it understandable. Use bold, italics and underlined to present important points. After proofreading three times, send it to a friend or a few and ask them to give honest feedback. It can also help to leave the manuscript aside for a few days, then go back to it with a fresh perspective. And eliminate distractions while doing all that and be completely focused. One thing I didn't talk about is the price. There is really no right answer here, as you'll have to check how your competitors are doing to see what works best. As for the cover of the book, I designed it myself using Canva, but you can use a software, a designer, or just buy a nice image. And here are a few final reminders. I want to say it one more time. You don't have to be an expert. You just need to know more than the average person to actually write a book. Even if you are starting from scratch and are completely unfamiliar with the topic you want to write about, you can still do your research and create a great book. To make it unique, write about your own experience. Mention things you've seen, experienced and learned that can be helpful. Share your opinion, be creative and think of ways the reader can put all this into practice. Add a compelling introduction in the beginning of the book. Say who you are, what your story is, what made you write it, how you came up with the idea, how it's different from the other self-help books out there and how it can help the reader. But keep in mind that the person has probably already bought the book, so it's no place to promote it. Just let them know what they are going to read and how they may benefit from it. People are all about quick and useful info that they can use immediately without too much effort. Keeping that in mind, you can break everything down into small, actionable steps. 
Tell them exactly what to do each day, where to start and what to expect. Love every part of the journey of writing your book. All the aspects of this process are a journey, an adventure you've decided to take that has a purpose. It's meaningful and this way you contribute to the world. Also, the moment the reader opens your book is the moment you are taking them on a journey. They are now on a quest to a better self, following the path you created for them, learning what you know and spending an hour or a few of their day to see how you can help them. Appreciate that. Their time is limited and they can't take it back, so it's your duty to make it count. Don't forget that while writing or even editing and promoting your new book. It will help you feel content even when you're on the verge of giving up. If instead of doubts, fears and insecurity, you're full of gratitude, peace and joy, your book will turn into an inspiring work. It's your turn now. Open that blank document and draft that outline. Think of a title and start doing your research. All these are easy first steps you can take in order to set yourself up for the writing sessions in the following days and weeks. I hope this episode was helpful. In the next one, we'll talk about promoting your published book. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Free and Fearless podcast. If you loved what you heard, please tell me what your biggest breakthrough was. Share the episode on Instagram and tag me at Let's Read Success. Make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you want to work with me, go to letsreadsuccess.com courses to see what I offer. Thanks for tuning in again and I'll see you next time.